Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros, and I am your host today. Thanks so much for finding some time in your busy day to spend with me. So today we're talking about our pets. Specifically, we're talking about the veterinarian service industry. It is a $50.2 billion market. The industry has grown 3.3% per year over the last five years. Yes, we take care of our puppies and our kittens. Uh, The market uh, size of the veterinarian service industry in the U.S. increased faster than the economic overall. I thought that was a really interesting comment there. And today we're going to be talking about the new and improved veterinarian clinic. And that we're going to be talking about that with Dr. Katie Ike. Uh, Dr. Katie is the founder and CEO of Rockin' Pets and Rollin' Vets franchise, uh, which is a full-service mobile veterinarian clinic on wheels, serving pets and families seven days a week. Their goal is to provide exceptional care while reducing stress on the pet and family by bringing them into your home. So please help me in welcoming Dr. Katie to the show. Dr. Katie, thank you so much for coming and joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am excited for you to be here because I tell you what, I know so many of my friends, they have large pets, you know, they'll have, you know, a Labradoodle or, you know, one of the Golden Doodles. And as they get older, those dogs are big. And for them to get them in and out of the car, it's really tough. So before we get started on that, Dr. Katie, tell me a little bit about your background and why you chose to be a veterinarian. So it's funny. I grew up always thinking I was going to go to medical school. I always wanted to go to medical school, medical school, medical school. And I decided my senior year of college, I was working in a primate center um, in Atlanta, your Keys primate center. And I decided I wanted to go and study gorillas. And when I told my mother, I think I've changed my mind. I want to go to vet school. She said, well, I've been waiting for 13 years for you to say this. Oh, my goodness. I was always scooping up animals, saving them, right, bringing them in. My father raised cattle, so we were always raising orphan calves. We had every kind of animal, you know, kind of on the planet, turtles and rabbits and geese and ducks and um, chipmunks. And I'm sorry, my cat is meowing at me in the background. (laughs) Um, So I've always had a really soft spot for animals. And, you know, I don't know why I didn't think growing up that I would be a vet, but I decided my senior year of college to do it and, you know, never, never looked back and have never regretted the decision and thought, oh, I should have gone to medical school. Not once. I mean, like, this is what Mm -hmm. I live to do. And, and so when you came out of med school, um, did you go directly into private practice? I did. I did. Mm -hmm. I went into a mixed animal practice in Virginia, in in, uh, Bedford, Virginia. 
and then ended up in small animal practice um, in Roanoke, and I stayed there for 15 years. I had a practice there that I built um, from scratch and then sold it and moved to Texas. I got too hot. I got too cold in Virginia, so I moved on to where it was hotter. <laughs> well, we plen- we have plenty of heat for you down here. I can tell you that. Yes, sure. yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. And I, you will hardly ever hear me complain about it. <laughs> Well, Dr. Katie, so where did the idea of a mobile veterinarian clinic come from? So it's it wasn't mine. I wish I could say that I devised this whole thing myself. The mobile veterinary services have been around forever. I mean, when I my first job out of school was an ambulatory practice. It was mixed animals. So we went out to farms and saw horses and cows out on the farms, and sometimes we'd see their dogs and cats while we were there. And then when I owned my brick-and-mortar practice in Virginia, a good friend of mine who's also a veterinarian bought a mobile clinic. And mm. I saw it, and I thought it was the coolest thing I had ever seen. And I was already doing house calls for my own, my current clients up there, especially for, you know, the big older dogs that have a trouble getting in and out of the car, cats that hate to go to the vet. So I was already doing that, but I wanted to add it to my brick-and-mortar, but – it was just me in the brick and mortar and I was just too busy to ever really be able to focus on both. It's really hard to logistically do both mobile and mm. brick and mortar. Mm. So I sold that practice. Like I said, I got cold, sold the practice, moved to Houston, moved to Texas, first Austin, but then ended up in Houston, which I'm so happy about. Um, and always knew that I would be a business owner again and that it was going to be mobile. Mm. And just, You know, it's like the way of the world was already heading into convenience. Uber, Amazon, Shipped, right, Instacart. Mm -hmm. All of those things were just getting ready to be started. And so you kind of like watch the writing on the wall that people want convenience. And before COVID, people wanted convenience, right, because they're so busy. They've got kids and they're going here and they're going there. And the last thing they have time to do is take the dog to the vet. And if they do... It's got to be on a Saturday, and nobody wants to spend their Saturday sitting at that. So I just thought, you know, this is what I want to do. It's a For me, it builds deeper relationships with my clients. I can go into their home. I can see what the environment that the animal lives in, see if they have poisonous plants in their yard, see what they're feeding their dogs, you know, in their in their pantry. Because you ask them in a, in a clinic, and people invariably can't remember the name of the food right. or what the flavor is or what the ingredients are. So I can go in and look at everything. So. For me, it was just a no-brainer. It was a better, deeper relationship with my clients. And, you know, I mean, people just love it. Who doesn't want convenience? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned COVID. How did that change your practice? So we were already on a really fast growth trajectory before COVID um, because, you know, people that knew about the service wanted it. The problem before COVID was people didn't really think to look for the service. Well, now, once COVID hit, people started looking for anything that they could get delivered to their homes, right? Nobody felt safe going out. If you Mm -hmm. did have to take your dog to the vet or your cat to the vet, you had to drop them off and leave them because most clinics wouldn't let you come in, which, you know, I I don't blame them, right? They didn't want a bunch of people sitting in the waiting room and, and exposing each other, especially in the early days of COVID before we really knew how it was transmitted. We didn't know if it stayed on surfaces for 17 days or something like that. So people started to look for mobile services. So it just skyrocketed our business. I mean, I hired four doctors last year. Wow. Wow. And so mm-hmm. when when you talk about the services that you offer, it, 
does that include x-rays? I mean, what can you do in your van? Yep. So we can basically do anything that your traditional brick-and-mortar vet can do except for hospitalized. So we have three x-ray machines. Three of our trucks have x-ray machines in them. We get digital, you know, same quality x-rays that you get in a brick-and-mortar. We can do surgery. We can do dentistry. We have dental x-rays. We have blood machines, full pharmacy. I mean, it's literally just, it's a mobile clinic. It really is a, a moving exam room and surgery suite. So it's, you know, I just did a surgery this morning. I went and did a biopsy on three masses on a dog, and he's back in his house right now recovering. Wow. Wow, that is amazing. And so for them to recover at home is so much uh, more, uh, so much less stressful for the family and for the pet yep. as well. And I would think you coming into the home makes the the pet receive you better as well. They do. We have a lot of dogs that just run right up into the van because they know us already, mm-hmm. and they know you yeah. know that it's not going to be a stressful event, especially a yeah. a quick like wellness appointment. You know, they're in there for ten minutes. Yeah. What might take them two hours to sit at the vet and get stressed, and they're in traffic and you know, yeah. it's just a much better overall experience. And the thing about when we do surgeries on our patients, we're in there with a doctor and at least one technician and your patient. So we mm. are watching that animal recover, um, you know, in a lot of brick and, and not that there's anything wrong with this. I'm not, I don't want right. to suggest that there's anything wrong in a brick and mortar. I've practiced in brick and mortars. There's a ton of great, you know, brick and mortar practices around that practice as good or better medicine. But when we're there recovering them, we're only thinking about your pet. So in a brick and mortar, you might have, you know, someone, a technician maybe by themselves watching it or they're milling around, you know, while your animal's waking up. Mm-hmm. We're literally mm-hmm. sitting right beside them, you know, making sure yeah. that nothing goes wrong on their recovery. And they stay out with us for about an hour after their surgery, and then they go back in the house and they sleep for the rest of the afternoon, and the next day, yeah. usually they're fine. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That that just seems like such an easier process. Uh, my sister has a little um, a Frenchie. And whenever mm-hmm. she takes him to the vet, he starts shaking the minute they get in the car. Now, they get in the car and ride all the time, but there's something about it that he knows something different. And he, he is just yep. a nervous wreck. Bless his little They heart. know where they're going. It's yeah, yeah, it's crazy how they know where they're going, especially if you, like I used to have dogs in my house in Virginia. We had a dog park not far down the road from our house. We'd take the dogs and run there. If we passed that dog park, the only other place they went was to the vet. Oh. The same thing. As soon as we passed the dog park, they would start shaking and whining. So, and you know, some dogs like bulldogs and French bulldogs really it can be dangerous for them to get that stress. Yeah. They will, yeah, they'll kind of block their airways. Cats too, you know, cats, older cats especially that might have some underlying heart disease that you don't know about. I mean, they'll sometimes die because yeah. Bless their hearts. Oh, my goodness. So now that we kind of know a bit about the services that you offer, tell me what you're looking for when you're looking for franchisees. I was in banking for 30-something years, Dr. Katie. So um, are you looking for someone? Uh, Clearly, you have to have someone who is a veterinarian to lead the team, right? You do. So you it either so someone to own the franchise has to either be a licensed veterinarian or if like let's say an investor bought a franchise or a group of franchises, they would have to have an agreement with a, a veterinarian to own the actual practice part of it. So mm-hmm. they can own the management services and then the veterinarian would have to own the practice part of it. 
So mm-hmm. really, we're looking for, you know, e- either one can do it and do it successfully. As far as the veterinarian goes, it needs to be someone with some experience, right, because you're in a truck by yourself. Now, we have multiple mm-hmm. doctors in our practice, and we call each other all the time, and we go in, you know, and help each other with procedures if someone doesn't feel so comfortable and they need a more experienced doctor. So we do that often, weekly, and we speak to our doctors daily. Um, so the benefit of, like, having a doctor that may not have as much experience in a franchise situation is they would have access to all of the doctors within the franchise network. So that if they had questions, they would be willing, you know, they'd, they'd have someone who's willing to be on call for them anytime mm-hmm. they need it. But, you know, they need to also have sort of a self-starter personality, entrepreneurial spirit, um, want to own their own practice, uh, mm-hmm. but also have the same sort of practice mentality that we have, right? Like we practice really high quality medicine. So we want to make sure that, that all of our doctors are on the same page as far as how we practice medicine, how we deliver the service to our clients. And, and they've got to be someone who really appreciates the human animal bond and the bond mm-hmm. with their clients. So right. we, right. we form very deep, you know, and meaningful relationships with our clients. We're on first name basis with them. Many of them have my cell phone number, um, it's, you know, I feel like it's my job and my responsibility to be available to them as much as possible to help them, especially, mm-hmm. you know, people will call me after hours and I love it actually, because mm-hmm. it means that they trust me and they know that I will help them if I possibly can. Yeah, most definitely. Now, I know this is a mobile service, but is it necessary for the doctors to have an office space as well? They will need an office space to keep all their inventory and a place to, to house their trucks. Mm-hmm. So unless you live in a neighborhood that will let you keep your truck in your driveway, which a lot of neighborhoods won't, right. um, you need to have a place that's secure to keep the trucks. They also require special power. So you have to have special outlets installed for them. So we have a warehouse space that can fit seven vans in, and we have a small office space where we keep all of our inventory, and our front office staff works in that office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you when you find that, you know, as you're working with franchisees, then what type of training? I know you specifically talked about um, that you would make sure that the doctors would perform procedures the way that you guys have set up that that protocol, but what other type of training do you provide a new franchisee? That's a great question. So we will have them come and do on-site training as far as the softwares that we use. So we have an EMR software, an electronic medical record software that's cloud-based. They can access it from anywhere, but we'll train them on that. We also are in the phase one implementation of a proprietary bit of software that is being built on the Dynamics, the Microsoft Dynamics platform. And that is to help us with logistical routing, inventory management, trying to solve for some of the inefficiencies that you get with a busy mobile practice. We're solving for those inefficiencies to make everyone's day go better and to make it more lucrative for the doctor that owns that practice. Mm -hmm. Um, So we would train them on how to use those things. So it would be two or three days on site. And then we would have, we would go back and have training with them on their on site for them. Make sure they've got all the, the hardware that they need. Make sure they have everything set up. We can help them with, you know, even finding office space, helping them to, to determine sort of where is the best fit for them office space-wise, where is the best um, location, you know, what size office space do they need, depending on how many vans they think they're going to want to run, that sort of thing. We'll also help them with recruiting. You know, we're, we're um, sort of figuring out 
marketing and advertising and what really works and what doesn't. And so that would also be passed along to our franchisees. Mm-hmm. You know, as you're describing this, Dr. Katie, I'm thinking, gosh, if there's an existing veterinarian out there that just wants to scale down but doesn't want to leave completely that industry, this would be a great way for them to go. Couldn't they have multiple vans? They could. Yes, they absolutely could. I mean, any any um, territory really will be able to support multiple vans. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can do it, you know, like really two vans would probably be the minimum that we think that a, a successful franchisee would be able to, you know, to to run and be successful. But you could have, I mean, we plan on having about 30 trucks in Houston. So it really mm-hmm. kind of depends on how big of an enterprise you want to run or if you just want to, you know, run your kind of little neighborhoodish area and have a great business and a great life. And, you know, we are open seven days a week because, like I said, I feel like animals, you know, don't get sick on a schedule and don't need help on a schedule. So we want to be available to them every day. So they need to have at least two doctors at work so they can cover all seven days of the week and, you know, be available when one needs to go on vacation. But the good Mm -hmm. thing, again, about the franchisee network is let's say someone in Austin needed uh, coverage and couldn't find anyone there. Well, we would be able to probably send someone up to Austin and say, hey, we'll come up and cover it Mm -hmm. for you. You know, look at a little vacation, do a little work on the side. Yeah. And I tell you what, Dr. Katie, that you don't get that when you're in private practice for yourself. You don't have that option. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. You have your, you have either relief veterinarians that don't know your business Mm -hmm. or, you know, you just have to rely on who you have in house. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned territories. What size territories do you award? We are starting out with the minimum of 100,000 households. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it can just go up from there. So the, the base would be 100,000 households, and you'd pay a certain price for that. And then if you wanted multiple territories, of course, there would be, you know, sort of additional territory discounts, if that makes sense. So you mm-hmm. could get multiple territories for, for less per territory than just one territory. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I tell you, I just love the idea. I just think that um, that this is the way that it, that it's going because – You know, when I was growing up, I never thought anyone would not have a car in Texas. But there are Uh so many millennials now, and I'm not picking on you millennials. I'm just making a statement that many of them don't have vehicles because they use Uber or they use Lyft. That's right. And and so for them, how would they get their, their pets to a clinic? Well, this is just perfect. I think they're getting to the point that they just want everything at their door. So That's right. it makes sense. Most people now are to that. Yeah, most people, yeah. I think, are now to that point. After COVID, you know, we, we kind of got, I did at least, I got used to yeah. it. I yeah. want everything delivered to my door now. And, you know, what's funny is prior to COVID, I don't think there were that many people using the, um, what were some of the shopping apps, um, oh, right, you like know, Zips and Instacart. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think they used it a little bit, but goodness gracious, that has just taken off. Plus, the stores have their own, and people like having their groceries delivered to their door. I have a girlfriend, and she's in her 60s, like myself, and she lives on the second floor. She says, I'm loving it when H-E-B delivers my groceries to my doorstep. Yeah. 
So people yeah, are just, who wants to drag all those groceries up the stairs? I know, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, Dr. Katie, I need to take a quick, quick commercial break, but I would love to hear some stories, and I bet you've got some to share with us. I do. Wonderful, folks. I'm going to take a real quick commercial break, and we'll be back with more from Dr. Katie with Rolling Vets. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898. Or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Linda Ballesteros here, and my guest today is Dr. Katie Ike with Rolling Pets and Rockin' Pets and Rolling Vets. I love it. So, Dr. Katie, you mentioned that you had some stories that you might be able to share with us. I do. There's so many stories about, you know, just how much mobile benefits animals. But I can tell you a couple. One is a very large dog, and I saw this dog almost two years ago now, very large dog. He was down and could not get up. Mm. And so the owners actually called us out for end-of-life appointment. We got there. The dog was still very bright and alert. He still wanted to eat. He felt great, except he just couldn't get up. And so we actually got him up, got him started on medications, and he's still alive. Oh, my goodness. If if he had come into the clinic, I can promise you those owners would have been very reluctant to put him back in the car and take him home. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, and that's, you know, we have lots of stories like that. Um, the other thing is cats. We hear so many times when we're going to go out to see a cat, you know, every time this cat has to go into the vet, it has to be completely sedated because mm-hmm. it acts so bad, the vet can't mm-hmm. touch it. And mm-hmm. I would say eight or nine times out of ten, we do not have to do that. They're, they're at home. They're relaxed. Right. They haven't had a chance to get to a level ten anxiety by getting in a carrier, being in the car, getting yeah. into the waiting room, having all the dogs bark and the smells. I mean, by the time they get out of that carrier in the exam room, they are beyond a level ten anxiety. Yeah. You just can't touch yeah. them. We, yeah, they're fried up, by then, you know, that might, time, aren't they? They're they're fried, yeah. So we end up, we might give them a little bit of some gabapentin, um, just oral gabapentin to slow them down if they need it. But most of those cats are 
perfectly fine because we're in and out in 10 minutes. Wow. Wow. What amazing stories. Now, and I also think about the elderly because many times the elderly, they, they no longer drive. So this would be just the perfect service for them, isn't it? Yes, that's right. I mean, they don't have to drive. They don't, I mean, anybody trying to get a cat in a carrier that doesn't want to go in that carrier is you come back with, you know, a bloody stump. But I mean, Mm -hmm. add that on top of, as we get older, right, our skin gets so thin, mine's doing Mm -hmm. it. All it takes is a little nail, you know, to that skin Mm -hmm. and it's just going to tear their hands open. So it's not just safer for the cat, but it's actually safer for them too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I I understand, you know, trying to get a cat in a carrier. I've got a friend, and every time she takes her cat in, uh, it just bites her like crazy. And it's um, almost impossible to get it. It's not easy. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, cats will bite when they get in that situation, and cat bites can be really dangerous. I mean, people end up in Mm -hmm. the hospital with IV antibiotics for days with cat bites. They're Mm -hmm. dangerous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very good point there. Um, if somebody is listening, we're getting close to the end of the show, but if somebody is listening, Dr. Katie, and they're thinking, you know, maybe I could lose, use their services, or maybe I want to do that myself. Maybe I want to check into that franchise opportunity. Where would they go to find out more information? So they can go to info at rollinvets.com. That is our email address. They can certainly shoot us over an email. They can check out our website at justrollinvets.com. They can call me. My phone number is listed on the on the website for anybody who wants to hear about a, a franchise possibility. So there's lots of ways that they can get in touch with us. Shoot us an email. We'll be happy to connect. Um, and that's for either way. If they're interested in a franchise or just interested in our services, we always love, you know, sharing any information that we can with our potential future customers or potential future franchisees. And folks, that's Roland, R-O-L-L-I-N-V-E-T-S dot com. It's, that's there's right. There's not a G in yep. there. It's Roland, right. Roland Vets. So, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Rock yeah. and Pets, Roland Vets. And our tagline there is you Pets go. Rock, We Roll. I love it. I love it. So we're down to those final three questions here. The first one is, Dr. Katie, if there's someone listening and they are considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? So there's a few things. So we have our marketing materials, right? And there's everything in those marketing materials that they might need to have in place before they um, are ready to purchase a, a franchise. But I think the best thing to do is to call me and let's have a conversation. We want to make mm-hmm. sure it's the right opportunity, right, for both on both sides, that it's the, the mm-hmm. right candidate that we are the right fit for what kind of franchise that they're they're looking for but you know it it depends again if this is a veterinarian looking at it or if it's an investor um, looking at it who will potentially need to you know have a partnership with a veterinarian so Mm -hmm. you need to look at the landscape of where you are thinking about opening your your franchise these are not the best opportunities for someone who lives in a rural area this is much better suited for an urban metro area like Houston, Austin, Dallas, those kind of places. We've identified um, some sort of key cities around the country um, that really are sort of prime real estate for these franchise opportunities. So it's it's a multifaceted, you know, answer to that. But I think the first thing to do is to just give me a call and let's have a conversation. Yeah, great place to start for sure. So um, the next question is, what are two traits 
that make a successful franchisee? Motivated mm-hmm. and self-confident. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Both of those are, are just so important to be able to go out and uh, present the, the brand. It's really, really right. important to have both of those. Absolutely. Now, the final question here is, what does the future of franchising look like? Franchising in general or franchising for veterans? Franchising in general. Yeah, in general. Um, I mean, I, I think just looking around, when you're talking about franchising, you're, you're building on an already established brand. And so I think that for someone who wants to be an entrepreneur, who wants to own their own business, franchising is the perfect way to do it um, because the roadmap is already there. You know, like it has taken us years to build the map of how to do this and do it correctly and do it where you can be successful. Mm-hmm. That why reinvent the wheel? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely. for me, it's like, why not buy a franchise where it's, it's everything is mapped out for you and you just sort of drop in and go. So I think the future for franchising is bright. I see lots of opportunities come across. You know, I'm on social media. I see tons of opportunities come across on social media for mm-hmm. new franchise opportunities. Mm-hmm. And just like you had said earlier, Dr. Katie, you're working on a proprietary software Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Uh, for every veterinarian to try to do that, it's almost impossible. But to be able to plug in to a brand that has already created all of those pieces that will shorten your learning curve, get you started so much quicker, and the marketing as well, getting you out into That's the right. community so much quicker, it just makes sense, doesn't it? It just, yep, it makes so much sense. And we've spent a lot of money and time and effort, yes. you know, to, to build these programs and to, to learn what is the right way to market. You know, this is a services industry. It's not a product industry. So it's a completely different marketing strategy than if you were going and selling a pair of tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. So we've spent a lot of time and a lot of money to figure all that stuff out, which, you know, why have everyone do the same thing and take five or six years to figure it all out when we've sort of done that for you. And that's, you know, that's part of our value proposition is, look, when you buy that franchise, not only do you get our support and training, you get all of this proprietary information that we have put the time and effort into building for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All of that is, it means the difference between uh, success and struggle. And I'll that's tell right. you what, I saw so many independent business owners, Dr. Katie, that struggled last year. Uh, Folks, I think I failed to mention the date. Today is June the 24th of 2021. So last year was a tough year, and in particularly for those independent business owners. But, and all businesses didn't struggle. You shared earlier how you guys did really well during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I feel guilty about it because I feel like, well, why am I so lucky? You know, we just happen to be very well positioned for something like this to happen. And, you know, you think about through history, these are some of the sort of ways that that industries fall away by the wayside and other ones, right. you know, start up. It's sort of like evolution, right? It's just a, a quicker way to evolution. 
Absolutely. And, and businesses go through that evolution just like we as humans do. So, Dr. Katie, one more time, we're at the end of the show. Someone's listening. Where would they go find in, more information about Roland Vets? So you can find us on, on the Internet at www.rollandvets.com. You're welcome to send us an email at info at rollandvets.com. You can certainly call us. Our office number is 713-987-3237, and any of the front staff in that office is more than happy to take your call and forward you along to me. If someone wants to call me, they're welcome to call my cell phone too, 713-679-1907. Happy to give it out. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I really look forward to staying connected with you guys. Thank you so much for having us. This has been so much fun, and I just really appreciate the opportunity to share what we're about. Absolutely. So, folks, if you are considering a franchise, this is just another example of how I tell you over and over, it's not burgers and fries, folks. Professionals are create, there, there are franchises out there specifically designed for professionals. This is an example of that. As always, I'm going to leave you with a quote. It goes like this. Pets are humanizing. They remind us we have an obligation and a responsibility to preserve and nurture and care for all life. That is a quote by James Cromwell, who is an actor. That's, what, that's exactly what Roland Vets do. They care for all life. Thanks so much, folks, for being with me on All Things Franchising, and we'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.